Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. I have a phenomenal guest for this week. Uh, It's something, uh, someone, sorry, I should say, someone that many of you will recognize and know, especially if you've been in dentistry more than five or six years. Uh, and that's Fred Joyle. Fred is a longtime friend of mine and a founder and CEO of, uh, former founder and CEO of 1-800-DENTIST. And he has two phenomenal books uh, that he wrote while in the dental industry uh, called Everything is Marketing and Becoming Remarkable. And more recently, he's wrote a book that kind of transcends dentistry a little bit, or a lot, actually. And it's called Super Bold, From Underconfident to Charismatic in 90 Days. And we're going to have a conversation about Super Bold. Fred, how are you doing? I am doing great. Always fun to talk to you and great to see you. Yeah, you know, it's, it's always a lot of fun. It's, um, you know, I don't know how you feel about all of this, but I feel that... Uh, we're getting old, you know. I, I remember, <laughs> I remember meeting you or hanging out at the ADA in Orlando in two thousand three, I think it was, and you know, we I felt young and dentistry felt exciting, and I still think it's actually quite exciting. But it's amazing how things have changed, but some things haven't changed, you know. And I think. I think your book, you know, and I was reading it before we talked today, and I think that's part of, I think it's such a great book because boldness, and you know, we'll all define boldness a little bit differently, but that's universal and time-tested. Yeah. I mean, what I, when people say, what, what is exactly, what do you mean boldness? Do you mean confidence? And I say, no. Boldness is confidence in action. It means you're taking that boldness to the to achieve something, to meet something, someone, to try something, put yourself in your discomfort zone and discover something. And that's, you know, you can feel confident, but if you're not acting, if you're not doing something, you're not bold. And the idea of being super bold is... Whenever you want to be bold, whatever the situation, you can summon it. Now, you may be still feel uncomfortable. You may be nervous. You may be anxious, but you act. And and that's a big difference because 
I believe it's a superpower to be bold, to to be able to go out in the world. And, and you see people, people who really get stuff done, who really succeed, who have amazing lives, do it because they're bold. It, does boldness always equate to economic success for people? I, I don't think so. I think it, it equ- equates to fulfillment more, even more than economic success. It certainly can equate to it. Um, it in my case, sometimes my boldness cost me money, um, <laughs> but I learned something it, it really powerful that made a difference either in the quality of my life or down the road. Uh, you know, a, a perfect example is I invested in a, in a film and I lost every penny in that movie. But by being on the set every day, I figured out how to make my TV commercials much more efficiently for the next 20 years. So, and, and I boldly lost money, but I was, I was fully engaged in every, I even acted in the movie at a certain point. Um, so there are times when, when your boldness really means you're meeting somebody, maybe, hey, you're meeting the person of your dreams. Or conversely, you could be asking for a promotion or you could be called upon to give a eulogy for your best friend who passed away or a parent. And you don't want to be that person who goes, oh, I, I, I don't like to speak in public. I don't, I don't want to say anything because you're going to get one chance at that and you don't want to miss it. You'll, you'll have regrets. My goal is to have no regrets at the end of my life. And that means I got to be bold all the time. So obviously I, I, I'm a dentist and you've been in the dental industry and I think generally speaking, the vast majority of dentists aren't bold, aren't risk takers. Although I'll disagree because the vast majority own their own practice. So to me, owning your own business is a form of boldness, but they don't, they don't think of themselves as bold individuals. Now, I also think of bold as... And this is where I think um, I think of bold as Elon Musk or Steve Jobs or, you know, on this other level of bold. And sometimes people say, I don't want to be that person. So what would you say to somebody that's, you know, not necessarily like, I don't want to be that, but I also don't want to be this meek little dentist that I am currently. Like, what are some little things that people can do to start becoming slightly more bold in, in their lives? I, I mean, it's really just, do you want to be in situations where you're you're getting the most out of it, whether it's the most fun or you're meeting that person you want to meet and interacting with them, or you're you're finding an adventure. you're you're not missing out on fun. I mean, bold bold people go, yeah, I'll go to that. I'll try that. I'll do that. Uh, and I'll, and they won't necessarily know what they're doing or how they're going to do it, but they're going to either figure it out or fail and, and learn from it or just have fun in the process. But one of the, the basic things to, to understand is the, the quality of your life is based on how much you're chasing your dreams. And it could be, they don't have to be giant dreams. You don't have to be going to Mars. You don't have to invent the, a new type of telephone. You could just say, I, I am going to create a dental practice 
where that that patient experience is so exceptional, so remarkable that I I draw patients to me and and they can't resist talking about me and they accept treatment and I'll present an $80,000 complex restorative case to a patient and they'll go that sounds good when do we start and I know most dentists they have a level where their confidence disappears in case presentation and it's a dollar amount and they're stuck there and they can't get over it and then I know other dentists there is no ceiling they they'll they'll say well I think the case is worth a uh, hundred thousand so I'm going to present it as 115 uh, and see what the patient says uh, and the patient may say, wow, that seems like a lot. And you say, well, you've been a patient with me a long time. I'm going to do it for 100. Oh, okay. That sounds good. Okay. So it's just, it's knowing that you're setting these limits on yourself because you lack the boldness. Now, how do you build it? I've, the whole book is about building your boldness muscle at a rate you can tolerate to get bolder and bolder and bolder, very step by step, very gradually, not like in, in giant leaps. You'll do it in 90 days if you follow the exercises, but you're gonna start really simply. You're gonna introduce yourself to a stranger. You're gonna smile at, at 10 people over the course of the day and not worry whether they smile back. You're gonna, you're gonna do things that make you feel uncomfortable and the voice in your head is going no no watch out don't do that you'll be embarrassed somebody's going to stop you somebody's going to humiliate you one of the things i recommend is if you see an employees only sign on a door go in <laughs> and and you know what nothing bad will happen you or will the emergency exit your, your body right well, it, yeah, it's just people will people go, oh, I can't go in there. It says the sign says employees only. I said, yeah, that is the only restriction. It, it is not there is nothing. Nobody's going to beat you to death on the other side. Nobody's going to arrest you. Most of the time, nobody's going to say anything, but you're doing it to defeat that hesitation because hesitation is the opportunity killer that when we stop ourselves, we miss out on stuff and and so i'm i've created exercises where you just have to do something and realize nothing bad happens because that's what bold people know nothing bad happens 99 percent of the time unless you label it that way well if nothing and, else and we're if nothing else irreversible things don't happen you know, yes yes I, you know i'll argue that you can have some non-ideal outcomes but nothing bad happens in the sense that, you know, 99% of the time it's reversible. You just, it's not even reversible. You just pick up and move on. You know, it, it's interesting, you know, as you're talking about this, there's an area in my, you know, I, some people will consider me bold, okay, because, you know, when I'm on stage or when I'm talking in front of a group, I'll, I'll say what's on my mind. I, I've always been known for that. But there's lots of areas in my life where I look back and I regret not being bold. And most of it revolves around asking women out or, you know, going up and wanting to talk to somebody that I admired uh, and, you know, just feeling not feel, you know, feeling shy about that. And, you know, th those are the areas where I feel that I have not been bold. Uh, and, and it's in a way I will argue. 
you know, there's a part of me that wants to say it's hurt me because I haven't experienced that. But at the end of the day, to your point, I mean, it's totally fine. I mean, I'm doing just fine without having been uh, those things. But just a you know, personal story there. So you mentioned in your book, uh, so again, we're talking with Fred Joyle, author of Super Bold, um, which is a great read, by the way. Um, what is the pride method you outline in your book? What, what, what can we tell our listeners about the pride? You know, everybody loves methods. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. Right. Well, and and this is a systematic approach to cultivating boldness, building your boldness muscle in a very gradual but very effective way. And just to, to point out this very important thing, when you go from behaving in a hesitant and underconfident manner to a bold manner, you are reprogramming your brain. You are creating new neural pathways and it will become eventually reflexive to act in a confident way rather than an underconfident way. And your speaking is a perfect example. I, you are so incredibly relaxed on stage. I can tell it doesn't matter if there's 5,000 people or 50 in the audience, you're going to be completely relaxed and energized. You're not going to be sweating bullets or anxious or any of that stuff because you've created neural pathways that say, give me that stage. Let me talk to these people. I want to, I have ideas for them and, and I can communicate them. This can happen in every area of your life. And the way you do it is a systematic way, which has five steps to it. The pride method, it, pride is an acronym. So it's preparation, relaxing, insight, dosage, and everyday action. And I'll break them down a little bit because obviously I go into great detail in the book on them. But if you're going into a situation for the 
where you're gonna you want to speak to somebody you want to say something or you want to try something do some preparation don't we we get no training in social interaction we do you know we have to train to get a driver's license or, or a fishing license or or a, a, a master's degree or a law degree we have this tons of training nobody trains us to do what we do most which is interact with people and so when you're trying to meet somebody you prepare for example what you're going to say now what you and i have learned from speaking is you prepare your lecture so that you can be spontaneous you may say something completely different in the lecture but you've prepared what you're going to say so the first step in in all of this because you are underconfident is you got to prepare yourself ahead of time eventually it'll you'll, you'll prepare in an instant but sometimes you got to prepare it's like oh i'm gonna say this I'm, let's say you're gonna go ask for a raise from your boss you're gonna prepare that conversation you're not gonna wing that because you're gonna you're not gonna say what you want to say the next step so that's the p preparation and i'll and i'll and in the book really talks about how you do it in all sorts of different ways um the next step is relaxing is you have the ability to relax yourself. When we are anxious, we tense up, we, we push our shoulders up, we hunch up, we tighten our muscles. We'll even stop breathing, which is not good. It was, but it's a very primal reaction. I'm sure when we were out on the African plain and the saber-toothed tiger was coming for us, we stopped breathing because we didn't want him to hear us breathing. So it's still this re autonomic reaction to anxiety and stress and fear. But it's not helpful in a normal situation where you're trying to interact with people and it's not necessary. So the first thing is to just relax your physiology. The second thing is to breathe. Use breathing exercises. Before I go onto a big stage, I'll take three or four deep breaths just to be fully energized. I'll even vibrate the vagus nerve. I'll do a like a ha sound. And it works. You can you can relax yourself in ten seconds, and once you relax yourself, and you it will make you more relaxed because you go, oh, I can relax myself, so I don't have to be anxious. When you feel like you're anxious, it makes you more anxious. Oh, they're gonna notice I'm anxious. They're gonna see that I'm nervous. They're gonna see me sweating. You will be more anxious. So it's it you can propel yourself in either direction. The the third step. The I is insight, which I talked about a couple of the insights. One of them is 99% of the time, nothing bad happens unless you decide to label it that way. The, the other insight is stop worrying about what people think because they're not thinking about you most of the time. They are thinking about you for a few seconds and then they go back to their favorite subject themselves. And so that's who they're thinking about. So just like you you're thinking about yourself too and you're thinking they're thinking about you they're not thinking about you so decide whose opinion matters and discard everybody else's opinion after that and don't don't worry about it and so and there's more insights in the book but those are some basic ones that that really make a difference in how you move into your discomfort zone and don't worry about what happens the next step is dosage, which is controlling the intensity of that experience as you go into your discomfort zone. 
If you're trying to meet people and you say, look, I want to be able to walk into a party and meet a whole bunch of people. Don't start by walking into a party of 50 people you don't know. Go introduce yourself to somebody in line at Starbucks. Start with one person. Control the intensity of the experience so that you don't retreat like a turtle inside your shell. You want to build this boldness muscle gradually, just like you would with exercise. If you're trying to get stronger, you don't start by deadlifting 500 pounds. You do what is you can barely do, and you work your way up and get stronger. This is the same approach. And then the final step, the E, is everyday action. Work at it every day. Do something bold every day because when you do that, this is part of the neural pathway process. The brain says, oh, I guess this is what we're going to do. It's it, This is a life lesson. What you do every day, the brain decides is who we are. I'm a person who brushes my teeth. I'm a person who showers every day. I'm, I'm like, I'm a person who exercises. My brain knows that's who I am. It also knows I'm not a musician because I play the piano when I feel like it, which is hardly ever. So when you're a dabbler, the brain says, okay, well, I'm not going to put any energy into this. When you do something every day, it almost works on it in the background. When I write, when I'm writing, I write every day. Sometimes it's 10 or 15 minutes, but my brain knows I'm a writer and it keeps working on it in the background. So, and so when you, and, and this is the thing about, and this is an insight too, of course, a life insight is what you work on every day aggregates. If, if you get an inch down the field, a little bit more every day. And before you know it, a year goes by and you've made tremendous advances. Just like when you don't get to something every day, a year goes by and you've done nothing towards your dream. I believe more dreams decay from inaction and lack of confidence than from failure. Yeah, you want to you know, chase your dreams every day. You know, as you're talking about this, I, I just think about we all get there slowly. I, I just wrote down um, a star. This was a big takeaway for me is is that you, you've, and you referred to it multiple times. I, I wrote down boldness muscle, that it, it is like a muscle. It is, you know, you, 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 you can't walk in, you can't go from being, I always use the word meek, and I don't know what exactly that means or if it's the right word, but you can't go from meek to being super bold overnight. I mean, it just doesn't, it, it's not sustainable, and it probably will rub people the wrong way about you. But it's like a muscle, and, and you're right. It's something that you have to do on a consistent basis. Now, again, to bring this back to dentistry, I think this muscle, this boldness muscle, and these exercises and methods that you're talking about are especially effective in two, two arenas. One, I think, is it's how you deal with team members. I think a lot of dentists lack boldness in dealing with conflict, and I think they lack boldness in being direct with people or, or clear with people about what they want from them or for them. And then the other area is my case acceptance or the dollar amount since you, you know, you've been talking about, you've mentioned that a little bit, has gotten better and higher and more comfortable because I'm bold with patients. And, and, 
And I, I like the word bold. You know, as, as I'm talking, I like the bold versus confident because bold means more than just confidence. It means you're, you know, you're stepping out there, you're confident, you're, you're, you're assured of yourself. And as I've gotten bolder, and for me, the example I always think of is I've gotten bolder in not working with patients or not working with people versus in the past, I would just say yes to anything or anybody. But I think for me, I think for dentists, they need more boldness in kicking people out of their practices or kicking people out of their lives. Um, you know, we, we all, you know, everybody needs that. But as dentists, we need that because 80% of our challenges in practice come from 10%, 20% of the people. And boldness could be super, super important in that area. So you've outlined the pride method, which again is preparation, relax, have insight, do it dosage, and create everyday action. In your book, you also talk about some exercises, the boldness exercises. Do you mind walking us through some of those? Yeah, so there are five levels of exercises uh, starting at a very simple level. Some of them are even nonverbal. Like I said, smile at five people a day. And don't and, and actually one of the things in the exercises I say is you're, you're aiming for failure. Your 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 goal is to have somebody not smile back and realize that you didn't die. And right. And and and, and understand that you don't know what headspace that person's in right now. They could this could be the worst day of their life. They could have just been fired. They could have just gotten divorced. They could have their blood sugar could be plummeting, whatever the heck it is. You don't have to take it on. So what you're trying to do is make it so you're not taking this stuff on because bold people don't take it on. They don't they don't hesitate. They they are never the ones to stop them. And when something when they experience rejection and anything like that, it bounces off them and they they continue on. And who knows why they're like this, but you can learn it. I, I can't emphasize this enough. I learned it. I was painfully shy growing up. I couldn't make a phone call. I couldn't ask a girl to dance. The, the list is endless. And I learned how to get beyond that. And you can much faster than I did. And so you'll, the exercises are designed to work you up a little bit. Now you're going to just offer somebody a compliment, a complete stranger. Offer them a compliment and, and watch their reaction. One of the things I try to get people to do is try to make everyone you meet feel better about themselves It's a, and make it a gift. Have no agenda beyond that. Just a, you're doing a drive-by uh, throwaway compliment on them uh, and watch the impact of it because and at the same time, you're building the neural pathways. Now, eventually, I've got you trying all sorts of stuff. I get you dan dancing on a street corner with headphones on, uh, you know, uh, and, and realize, you know, you can decide to be embarrassed or not uh, and watch people's reaction to it. And just, you know, I've, I've got you wearing a wig and going, going into a, a, a supermarket and, and, you know, just wear the, wear the ugliest shirt you, you could ever imagine or the strangest outfit and just realize you can decide to feel weird or bad about it. But most of the time people aren't going to think about it. And some people are going to laugh and some people are going to uh, compliment you. You dance on the sidewalk with headphones on. 
Some people are going to laugh. Some people are going to judge you. And a couple of people are probably going to join in because they're going to like, this guy's having a good time, you know, like, and so these are designed to move you up and up and up. And there's, there's all sorts of exercises that you can do. Actually, my goal is for people to make up exercises, send them to me so I can distribute them to my followers. Um, because people are going to just come up with, with ways that they challenge themselves and discover that they didn't die. And actually they had a, a great conversation. I've, I've walked up to people like in a Starbucks who are, and, and ask if I can sit at their table, they'll be sitting alone and it'll be kind of crowded. So I'll say, can I sit here now? A shy person would never do that. Oh my God. I can't ask a stranger if I can sit at their table. You know what? Most of the time they say, sure. They're actually and thankful and you, grateful. Yeah. And, and, and don't, don't bother them necessarily, but I've, I've done it and ended up having an hour long conversation with the person that started very gradually, you know, very politely, but before you know it, we were having this amazing exchange, uh, because everybody's got a story. Everybody's a human being, you know, finding their way in the world. And they're kind of impressed that you asked to sit with them and you, your boldness muscle gets bigger. You get reinforced. All the boldness stuff will reinforce that feeling and you will, you will grow from that. Now, I'm not saying that it, this isn't about physical boldness. This isn't about becoming a base jumper or something like that. Like, as you say, there's plenty of, there's plenty of bold choices that you could really injure yourself from or i or i'm not saying be bold and 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 be a huge risk taker in the stock market this is about personal interaction this is about pursuing life in a in a richer and more fulfilling way by always being able to meet anyone you want i have a, a, a rule i want people to say to themselves it's like i want you to say i belong everywhere imagine if you actually felt that because it's actually that's a choice to decide if you belong in any place you want. So it's stuff like that. Yeah, no, you know, it, it's, you know, it's, it's hitting home and, and I keep coming back to the boldness muscle, but I, I did something interesting. Uh, and I want to ask your opinion on one part of it. I know I know your answer to one part of it is uh, today while reading this, the digital version, which you were kind enough to send me, um, I ordered, th I ordered uh, 10 copies from Amazon today three earmarked for my kids and uh, seven that I was going to distribute throughout the office. And I wish, look again, I, this isn't about me, but I think it's a good example. I, I'm a bold person today, but I was far from a bold person in my personal life, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago on, well, I'm only 45. So maybe yeah, even more 40 years ago, yeah, yeah, but yeah. um. <laughs> I think the greatest gift we can do is give books like this to our children. Is this a good book for my teenagers to read? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello, podcast family. T-Bone here bringing you our newest live patient implant training, Full Arch Express. For dentists already placing implants and ready to level up and continue building their implant practice, this is the golden ticket. We're diving deep into Full Arch Implants, the hottest game changer in implant dentistry. In this program, we tackle both overdentures and all annex fixed hybrids, 
mastering techniques that are essential for modern, comprehensive dental care. It's about getting your hands on the tools and techniques that will replace the doubt and fear with confidence and predictability. Here's the kicker. There's live patient training right here in North Carolina. You're not just learning theories. You're in the operatory doing real work on real patient from start to finish, guided one-on-one by our expert 3D mentors. You'll learn the nuances of each approach, ensuring you can cater to a wide range of patients to maximize revenue. Speaking of revenue, with me, you know it's not just about the clinical skills. We're bringing business into this aspect too, teaching you how to integrate these advanced services profitably into your practice. So are you ready to rise up to the top in implant dentistry? Join us at the Full Arch Express. This isn't just another course, it's a career-defining leap. Head to www.3d-dentist.com to enroll in our next session. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, back to this week's episode. You know what? It started uh, with Young and Motivated with, mm-hmm. that I did many years ago with the the, the Manji boys, uh, Rezwan and Kaleem. And I just started talking about boldness as a superpower. And this was high school kids. And then uh, a couple of years ago, I, I the first lecture I did on this whole pride method and this concept, I rolled out and it was it was 500 high school kids that were all in, in this program. Uh, uh, Dr. Bill Dorfman does his LEAP program. It's five days and it's teaching life skills. Uh, so I did this boldness lecture and I, I talked about, uh, you know, that this is, I wish I knew this stuff at your age because some of it, I wish I knew at 30 or 40. Right. But I really wish somebody had told me this stuff at your age. And, and so one of the things I started to throw out some exercises and I said, so one of the exercises is just wear a Band-Aid on your face and all day and never explain any reason why you have it on, you know, uh, don't, and, and, and you'll go through this whole thing or people are noticing it and they're thinking, oh, I cut myself shaving or I have a bad zit or any of this stuff, wear it all day and, and realize after a while, there's nothing really terrible that's going to happen and people are mostly going to be thinking about themselves. Well, I come back from lunch after this after I give the lecture and the kids have all gone to lunch, they come back. Five of the kids have a, have found band-aids and they have them on their face. And I just thought, wow, I'm, I'm getting to them. You know, I'm getting to some of them. But yeah, this is this is really important. At, at the other end of the spectrum, I have a, a friend of mine who was a football coach uh, all his life and uh, in, in high, a high school football coach. Loved doing it, but he retired because they told him he should retire at 65. And he's reading my book and he, and he writes to me. I realized I love getting people uh, to peak performance levels and I'm good at it. I'm going back to coaching. I don't know why the heck I'm retired, you know, just because I'm, I'm, they told me I, I'm 65 and I have to. That, the bold move is go back and find a way to coach for as long as I can. So it's, it's for anyone at any level, for somebody who's confident in some situations like you, you're really confident on stage, but there may be other situations where you're not. I, a lot of people are confident till it and bold till it matters the most, like a eulogy or something like that, or giving a presentation at work or asking for a raise 
or if you're a dentist asking for referrals from a patient that you should be really comfortable doing that most dentists aren't most team members aren't so that's a skill you want to develop just like you you want to be able to comfortably tell people as you said what you expect from them when they work for you you want to be comfortable having a difficult conversation having a confrontation maybe terminating somebody so all all of those things are uh you know maybe taking a clinical course where you go like i don't know i I don't think i'm gonna be that good at it because you know you don't want to fail at it but you know all all the courses that you're teaching on on implantology and stuff like that takes boldness to say i'm gonna move out of my comfort zone of clinical skills but that's where the great stuff happens for you and your patients yeah it's Look, I, I think I think I keep hearing a personally I keep hearing a theme, and that is is we have to get over that something bad is going to happen to us, and and that that sounds to me like is is the real key in being able to extend extend our boldness skills is to get over to get over it in a sense right that we will breathe and life will continue to move on, uh, and that and that will continue. So I have one last question for you, Fred. I always I always believe that anybody that writes a book or does a lecture or does something, there's usually some defining moment uh, in their life that leads them to to see this. What was your defining moment that made you say, "I'm going to write this book and and I need to spread this message to other people"? Uh, I think it was when I when I realized that. I had watched bold people and I had gone from thinking that they were show-offs and attention whores or whatever we want to call them, that all this stuff that we tell ourselves when we see people doing bold, daring stuff. And and when I realized it, it was like this epiphany that I, I was actually watching this really bold person being really silly, really comical. And it was a dentist. Uh, and, uh, and I and I looked at him and I went like, wow. And, and I had all my judgments played first, right? And then I had this moment where I went, yeah, who's having a better time? Me or him? Me sitting here judging him or him being the total life of the party? Why wouldn't you want to light up a room when you walk into it? Why wouldn't you want to be the life of the party? Why wouldn't you want to be the person remembers meeting? Why wouldn't you be want to be the person that people recommend to you? Like, you got to know her. She's amazing. She's an amazing dentist, but she's an amazing person. I look forward to seeing her. Or, you know, I can't believe I met her in, in line at the grocery store. We ended up talking about dentistry for some dang reason. I found out she was a dentist. Now she's my she's been my dentist for 10 years because you you will start to radiate that thing that you feel other people do that's why i call it from underconfident to charismatic you will you will be radiating this positive bold confident energy and it will draw people to you and it will change your life the name of the book is super bold from underconfident to charismatic in 90 days by fred Joel. Fred, where can people pick up your book and what other actions would you like to see people take 
to help them go from underconfident to charismatic? I would like, okay, so you can get the book on Amazon and it's actually in, in any of the digital bookstores. It's only available in online places. It's not available in the bookstores. So, but there's a Kindle version, there's an audible version, which is me reading it. And there's a hardcover version. So you can buy any combination of those you want. Uh, if you buy one of the digital versions, you can also go to my website, fredjoyle.com and download the exercises so that you have a physical a version that you can print because I want you to have the exercises so that you're doing them. This is a book about doing stuff. This is not something to read. Um, so I encourage you, you know, this is going to be about taking action and it, and you will experience the shifts as you start to do the exercises. And the, the next thing I, I want you to do the, the last thought is that the only person you need permission from to have the life that you want is you. And you can start making these choices and remember the times that you were bold and what changed, what great thing happened. And why wouldn't you want to be able to summon that in every situation, in every really important situation? It's a superpower. Boldness is a superpower. Well, Fred, I've got to thank you uh, for coming on the podcast. How can our listeners and viewers get in touch with you? What's the best way for them uh, to get in touch with you if they have specific questions, if they want to learn more about uh, what, what you do? So my website, fredjoyle.com, J-O-Y-A-L. Uh, you can see all sorts of stuff about what I've been doing all my life and, and also a, a quick click button that takes you into the bookstore on Amazon where my book is. Uh, download the exercises. Uh, and also, uh, you can email me at fred at fredjoyle.com with any questions. And right now on my website, if you want to book a half an hour with me to just talk about this and you can say, look, I'm so shy, I can't get out of the house or I can't, I, you know, I, I'm paralyzed. Uh, book, a, book a half an hour conversation with me. You can do it right there on my website. Uh, and I'll, I'll get you out of the house. I'll get, I'll get you doing some crazy stuff. So that's what you can do. Thank you, Fred. And thank everybody for listening again. Super bold from underconfident to charismatic in 90 days by Fred Joyle available digitally in all online bookstores. I happened to get the audible version as well for myself. And then I got uh, 10 copies, uh, three for my kids and seven for the office. So a uh, very affordable book and a great, relatively easy read. Uh, and it's something that we all need because we all need to get a little bit more bold and step outside of our comfort zone as, as we all talk about a lot. So Fred, thank you so much for joining us and we will see everybody next week. Thank you. Tarun. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, 
the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode. 